Singleness is not for the faint of heart. It gets real out here, y'all. All my single people, make some noise. Welcome to a show that's been created and curated just for you. Becoming the One Podcast, brought to you by The One University. I'm one of your hosts, Amanda Ross, alongside Jamal and Natasha Miller. Welcome to a show where we talk real about singleness, dating, relationships, and show you how to prepare for a covenant marriage. Let's tune into today's episode. BTO Podcast family, what's up? It's Amanda here, y'all. And listen, at this point, we got to start addressing y'all as a BTO family because the way that y'all have come through with the support, with the responses, with the love for this podcast, we are like basically cousins. So if you didn't know it, my name is Amanda. I'm not just one of the hosts for Becoming the One podcast, but I'm also your favorite cousin. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to this season finale episode, you guys. I am here to just kind of recap season one one. Um, And we talked about a lot. So we have a lot to cover. But before I really get into that, just from Jamal, Natasha, and myself, we just want to say thank you so much for the support, for the testimonies, for the epiphanies, for the tags on social, just for all the love that we've seen for BTO Podcast. Y'all, we are feeling the love and we're just excited to see that our conversation is giving you guys a new perspective about singleness, a new perspective about dating, a new perspective about your identity, about who you are. That is definitely the intention that we went into making this podcast, which brings me to episode one, y'all. So on episode one, we basically popped this thing off, letting us know who we are. So as you guys know, Jamal and Natasha are founders of The One University. They have been married for seven years. And if you have not figured it out by now, I am single. So this podcast we were very intentional about having a balanced perspective, right? A lot of times when you listen to podcasts about dating, about relationships, it's just coming from a married person's perspective. When at the end of the day, they have the wisdom to know how to advise someone in their single season. However, a single person has the relevancy of the day and times, what it feels like to be single right now, what it feels like to be single in 2020, which we know like technology is a huge part of it now. Social media is a huge part of dating and relationships and all that stuff now. So our intention was to bring you a balanced perspective and to really allow you to have a safe space where you know that hey, we're not going to be out here saying you need to do this and why are you not doing that? But we're also not going to be completely, you know, ignorant. And I'm just out here as a single person telling y'all what I'm guessing, but we don't have the wisdom of a married couple. So we wanted to be very intentional with a balanced perspective. On that episode, we basically talked about, you know, how being single kind of has a bit of a Uh, a stigma to it. It can kind of have a bad perspective. But the one thing that we all do believe is that while everyone is searching for the one, we really need to focus our intention on becoming the one, right? So this is becoming the one podcast. So our intent is to get you to change your perspective and to shift it. And it's not so much, hey, let me look for Bay. I mean, definitely do that. But at the same time, am I Bay? 
Am I a findable bae? Am I good? Am I all right? Like, how is my life? How am I doing? Am I ready to receive love? Am I at a place where I'm healed and I'm whole? How am I feeling? Am I even like approachable? Okay. Like, do I be out here giving me mug face every single place I go <laughs> to where like, nobody trying to talk to me. So it's not just about finding someone. It's also about becoming the one. And week over week, you guys, we have been chopping at different things that you need to consider for you. Not so much so for the other person, but for yourself. So that was episode one. In episode two, we talked about singleness does not mean sick. Okay. Can you say that with me? Okay. If you are driving in your car, if you're listening to listening to this on the bus, if you're at school, wherever you, you're at the gym, wherever you are, can you just say this with me? Okay. Singleness does not mean sick. Okay. Some of y'all, y'all wasn't obedient. Y'all didn't do what I just said. So I'm gonna do it one more time. Singleness does not mean sick. Y'all, me and Natasha sat down and had a conversation about Valentine's Day. Now y'all know a lot of us singles be all up in our feelings on Valentine's Day, honey. On February 13th, you are all right. You are feeling good. You are loving Jesus. And then all of a sudden on February 14th, you're just like, oh my gosh, where's my man? What is happening? What's wrong with me? I don't know what's going on. So we really kind of took a deep dive into talking about Valentine's Day and how you can have a positive perspective on a day that is a celebration of love and get this concept in your mind that singleness does not mean that you're sick. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong. It doesn't mean that you have to be in your feelings. So we really took time to kind of explain that to you guys. And we talked about some practical things for Valentine's Day, right? So number one, don't be in your house. Number two, when you go out, like be intentional. Me, you know, say, hey, I'm going to talk to three men. I'm going to ask them three questions. Or if you're a guy, hey, I'm going to talk to three women. I'm going to ask them these three questions. Just kind of be more intentional about like putting yourself out there, being more intentional about not setting yourself up to be in a place of emotionalism. We even talked about like, hey, if you need to take a social media break because you see all the engagements and proposals and all the love and all the Women Crush Wednesday, Man Crush Monday, all that stuff. Do people even do that anymore? Side note, do people even do that anymore? I don't I don't know if they do that anymore. Anyway, if they do, um, you don't want to be caught out here in these social media streets with your feelings hurt because you've been consuming too much of relationships we talked about Hallmark Channel, Lifetime. Let me tell you something. You can be feeling like a million books and watch like three Lifetime movies and you're questioning everything. Like you're literally like, wow, what is life? So <laughs> you definitely want to be cautious, you know, and be aware of those heightened times where our emotions and our sense of our loneliness can be a little bit more prevalent. So that's what we talked about in episode to Natasha also told us about a really awkward date that she went on. So if you haven't listened to the episode, make sure that you go and listen to that. So guys, in episode three, we we talked about your relationship questions, your relationship questions. So I had my friend, my girl, Sophie, come on the podcast. Sophie works with us at Miller Global and in the One University. And we just kind of like, had at these questions about singleness. So both of us are single. She's single. I'm single. We are about the same age range. So Sophie is an artist, really, really amazing woman of God. So 
we covered a lot of questions, but I think the question that got the most response from people was a question about ghosting. Okay. So the question that was sent to us was what's your take on ghosting? Is it normal? If I get ghosted, how do I navigate that well? And do I acknowledge it or leave it alone? Okay. Loaded question. So I'll just give y'all the quick recap. The thing about ghosting is that two things. Number one, Sophie has ghosted before. Okay. So she basically did a whole confessional and told us that she ghosted the man of God and basically did not call him back, did not respond. It was just silent. Okay. He's calling her nothing. He's texting her nothing. It's just real dry. And (laughs) what she ended up telling us was that she ended up apologizing to him and just saying like, Hey, I did ghost you. I am very sorry which was a huge epiphany for all of us, right? Like you can just kind of correct it and apologize. If you have ghosted someone, if you have done that before, like let's all be adults and just address it. We also talked about when it comes to if you've been ghosted. So that was the perspective with Sophie where she ghosted someone, right? So if you're ghosting someone, Hey, let's like kind of not make this weird, like address it, let the person know. But if you have been ghosted, the one thing that we talked about was making sure that you check your heart before you kind of pursue clarity slash explanation. Now, of course, there's different levels to this. If you've been with someone for like six months or something, you know, an extended period of time, they just go ghost. Like you definitely want to ask some questions. But I think a lot of times people get ghosted in like the first couple of days, the first month. And it's like this whole big thing of like, hey, I want to know what happened. And it's, and it's like, yeah, it's definitely good to pursue those answers, but you just got to make sure that what's the reason why you want those answers. If it's something in your head is saying like, what is wrong with me? Was I not good enough? Was I not okay? Like those kind of questions, you just kind of want to check your heart and soul and take that up with the Lord to make sure that you going to get clarity for clarity from this person is not a mission to find validation or to ease yourself of saying, hey, okay, stress is over. There there was nothing wrong with me. Because at the end of the day, if someone ghosts you, like, listen, y'all, it's 2020. We're all adults. Like people need to learn how to communicate. So if it happens to you, just know that is not a representation of like your identity or your worth or your value. And I think a lot of people, when this happens to them, it's a huge like rejection moment. And don't get me wrong, ghosting is totally unfair. It's not right to do. Everybody should be like Sophie, call that person, apologize if you have done it. But also know that if it does happen to you, you can for sure pursue answers. You can for sure pursue clarity, but don't take it as a hit to your identity. Okay. That's super, 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 super important. What were some other questions we also talked about? We talked about opinions on dating apps, y'all, which was a whole entire thing. Basically, the conclusion there was that me and Sophie, both of us are not on dating apps, but it's kind of like, do we have a choice? Like it's 2020. Like, can we not be on them? So I don't know. I think I'm going to do a little experiment and maybe we'll do a podcast about it and I'll see what happens. (laughs) But ultimately with dating apps, if you're going to do it, like just make sure that you're really who you say you are. Don't be out here catfishing people, being somebody else. Don't be, you know, not representing yourself well. Make sure that you set boundaries and time limits. A lot of people get on dating apps and get completely obsessed with them. They're checking them all the time. It's extremely um, overwhelming because it's constantly, you're getting responses, you're doing this. So you just want to make sure that you set some boundaries. 
Also, do your research. Because at the end of the day, people of God, y'all know that some of these dating apps, okay, they're not really dating apps. They are um, something else type of apps. They're, they're Netflix and chill apps. Um, praise God. And if you don't know what that means, you are so saved and I love you. But listen, <laughs> just make sure that you do your research about the app so that you know what you're getting yourself into. There's some apps that have more respectable representations than others. So you just want to make sure. Also, another thing too, okay, this is like a total side note. I told y'all on your cousin, check these fees though, because <laughs> I have had some people that I know say like, hey, I signed up for a dating app and it was supposed to be like free for X amount of days. But then like they charge me or like you can get it for a decent price. But when you want to like really get like good results and like, be able to make all these choices and selections and really have a, a, a um like a healthy selection of people to choose from or a premium selection of people to choose from, they be up in the prices. So just make sure y'all check them price charts before um y'all sign up for these dating apps. <laughs> so y'all, then we get to episode number four. All right, let me take a minute. So listen, um Listen, episode four, I basically told y'all my business and I want y'all to know that um, the day that that podcast came out, I felt really vulnerable, like really vulnerable, y'all. It was very interesting for me. Um, So basically on episode four, we talked about emotional purity and basically I sat down with Jamal and had a conversation about a situation that I was in in college where I was best friends with a man of God, which we now know that best friends, that's not a thing. You can be friends with someone of the opposite sex, but not so much best friends without things potentially getting a little complicated. So I sat down with Jamal, had a conversation about a situation I was in in college where I was best friends with someone. I caught feelings. He didn't feel the same way. But by the time that I found this out, I had basically opened myself up to him in every way except for sex. And a lot of people think that, you know, soul ties, when we talk about soul ties or whatever, whatever your philosophy is on that, I'm not getting into that piece. But when we talk about connection or like, hey, what you should be careful not to do in relationships, we always go to sex. So it's like, hey, don't sleep with this person. Hey, don't, you know, do whatever with this person. Like remain your sexual purity, sexual purity, sexual purity. And while you definitely should do that, I think we often neglect the conversation about emotional purity. I was hurt when the situation with myself and this young man severed and he never touched a girl. Okay. So my feelings was hurt, hurt. Not because we had a physical connection, but because we had a very emotional connection. Like he knew me on a very deep level and I knew him on a very deep level. And there were no boundaries, no limitations, no anything that defined the level of relationship that we were in. So listen, if you haven't listened to the episode, make sure you go and watch it because we definitely break down more details. But a couple of really big tokens that I took from that for myself, and I hope you're taking them for you too. Number one, a powerful thing that Jamal said was males and females can be friends, but you can't be best friends 
without things getting complicated. And how do you determine if someone is a best friend? If they are like your top three of people that you call when a big life event happens or something goes wrong or whatever, if they're your top three, they're probably your best friend. So you want to make sure that you're very, very careful about that. At the end of the episode, Jamal asked me, he was like, hey, what's one thing, knowing what you know now, that if you could go back, that you would change? The one thing that I said was this, I wish I would have said something sooner when I started to see these feelings evolved. So listen, I can't speak to what men of God do because I'm not a man, but I can't speak to women of God because I'm a woman. Women of God, a lot of times, we do not say anything or ask questions in the process of getting to know someone, whether that's friendship, best friendship, dating, whatever. A lot of times it's just like, okay, I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to, you know, we're going to see. And I'm not saying, you know, on date one, you're like, hey, what are your intentions with me? Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. But if you are feeling the status of your relationship change with someone of the opposite sex, you need to have a moment to clarify with them, hey, Things are shifting a bit. I just want to get clarity on what we're doing. Like, how would you describe our relationship right now? And get the man of God to answer. That's something that I really wish I had done because it would have saved me a whole lot of heartache. Second part of that is when the man of God say that y'all just friends, okay, you got to treat him like he's just a friend because some of us be out here prophetically trying to be wives and that ain't the word of the Lord. But that's another podcast for another day. So that's episode four, y'all. Episode five, Jamal and Natasha came on to let you guys know about misconceptions and singleness. Y'all, so many of us have this like Hollywood picture of singleness, right? So the, the big like painted picture that we mostly see put in front of us is I'm sitting on the couch, eating ice cream, watching Hallmark, in my feelings with a box of tissues, asking the Lord, like, what's happening? But Jamal and Natasha really did a great job of talking about, like, hey, these are misconceptions of singleness. Like, some of us think that singleness is like this bad season. It's actually not. Some of us feel like when we get married, every single thing is going to change. Like, man, the minute we get married, it's like some type of magic sauce that everything, every single issue we have, every single everything we have going on is just going to magically disappear and things are going to be okay again. That is not true. They came from a place of having the wisdom of marriage to let us as single people know that, hey, there's some things that we've been believing that we've been ascribing to, and we have been digesting and confessing that are inaccurate when it comes to singleness. Um, That's definitely the one thing that I really appreciate about the One University is that it really dives into a lot of misconceptions of singleness. Like, where we may be thinking one thing about, hey, this is what marriage is going to look like. This is what you should and shouldn't be doing. When in actuality, it's something radically different, guys. And I think that one thing we want to do with this podcast is just open up your eyes and open up your heart to maybe believing a different truth than you currently believe. And honestly, even if you reflect on our whole entire season, y'all, in episode one, the truth that we were, the 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 lie, I guess you can say, that we were bringing truth, truth to was there is this conception that, hey, every time married people talk to single people, they always talk from this perspective of like they know everything and that, oh, you just need to wait till you 
get you know enjoy your singleness because when you get married everything's going to change meanwhile you're not leaving your husband or your wife you're still going home to them so what becoming the one podcast is it has done is show you that there are married people who can sit down and have a conversation with you about singleness and dating and relationships where you don't feel condemned and where you don't feel like you're judged and where you don't feel like they cannot relate to you in any capacity in episode number two y'all the lie that we tackle with singleness means sick. Me being single means there is something wrong with me. Something ain't right. What am I not doing? What's my issue? What's my problem? I must be this. I must be that. But actually, no, singleness doesn't mean sick. Like singleness is a good season. Singleness has value. Singleness is a space where you get to have a season with you and the Lord. You can survive a Valentine's Day as a single person and not be in your feelings. You can enjoy it. You can totally enjoy it. In episode three, y'all, I think this was super healing for a lot of people when we talked about ghosting and Sophie said that she ended up addressing the guy who reached out to her and said, hey, are you ghosting me? And she's like, yeah. I was ghosting you, but I'm sorry. But just knowing that like people can apologize and things can be um, rectified and corrected and, and you can transition from a difficult situation and it can turn out to be a space where both people get closure. And that's not always the case, but it can happen. In episode four, you guys, we really... <laughs> When it gets this whole thing that sexual purity is the only type of purity you need to be worried about or concerned about or be a good steward of. Emotional purity as well is extremely, 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 extremely important. And then again, in episode five, Jamal and Natasha definitely took time to go over the misconceptions of singleness. So listen, guys, I kind of want to go into a little bit of a personal reflection before we end this episode. So as you guys know, on Becoming the One podcast, I am the single person, okay? I am 29, living in Chicago, single, single, single. Child, I am single. Um, But what I am doing in this season is just really trying to be intentional about having these conversations with people who have more wisdom than I do so I can change my relationship status while also absolutely enjoying and like feasting on the season that I'm in as well. So a couple of things that I learned this season was I feel like there's been like a refreshing of my perspective of singleness, I guess you could say, to where I wasn't necessarily the person who was like 100% in my feelings, but I also wasn't 100% excited. And recently I had a conversation with some married people. Um, I went home to my hometown to host a bridal shower for one of my best friends. And we were all, all the bridesmaids, we were together getting everything ready for her shower. And a lot of those women are married, have kids, are just in this different season of life than me. And we were talking and I was like, y'all, like, I really want to be married, like 2000%, but I'm also kind of feeling this singleness thing. And I know that sounds so weird to say and so contrary and so like culturally um, inappropriate, I guess you can say. But I think one thing that this podcast has done just episode over episode and week over week for me is have me change my perspective and say, Amanda, you are going to get married at some point. And girl, you're going to be with the man of God for a long time. So while you have the blessing of this season, girl, live it 
up. Live your best life, okay? Like, live your best life. So I just feel like that's a super, super powerful revelation that I hope hit home for you guys as well. And I hope you have taken moments while listening to these episodes and say like, wow, like there's value in this season. Um, There's things that I need to look out for, to be cautious of. Another thing I learned, I feel like the episode about emotional purity, even though I was sharing my story, it was the first time I had kind of publicly shared it because I'm, if I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you, which I told you on episode one, I'm going to keep it real. It was almost like embarrassing to me, um, to have that story because I felt like it was something where, okay, people, people always talk about sexual purity. I'll talk about emotional purity. And then it was also this space for me where I was just like, Amanda, like, did you allow this to happen to you like did you did you did you invite this was this your fault but I I understand now that in that season I just did not know y'all like I thought like we were just friends and I think that I really trusted him to be a brother to me and not lead me in a way that he didn't want to go but we both were just young and just like just young and 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 tripping and didn't know or whatever so I think it's um, which is very, very interesting. Um, I actually recently just saw a post from him on social where he like introduced his girlfriend online and I was just like, okay, Lord, I see why you really wanted me to address this now. Um, because I didn't know that was coming up. So I'm just grateful that I'm in a place of healing, that it taught me a whole lot, that it really, gave me a new level of understanding to communicate my expectations and ask questions the whole entire process. So I just want to go over some testimonials from our community and just let you guys know some of the things that we have seen people say about becoming the one podcast so far. All right. So we have Miss Vanessa and she says, man, this week's podcast is on I experienced an emotional soul tie last year. That thing was so real and scary. I had to go to Jesus and repent because he warned me way before I got to that point and asked him to break it for me. Also, I talked to two of my prayer warrior friends about it. They went to battle on this thing. I was starting to put blinders on. I thank Jesus for my prayer warriors for helping me. Vanessa, we are so happy to hear that girl. And thank you for being super transparent and sharing that with us. Miss Annette says, so far, all the podcasts have been amazing. And I learn so much when I listen. And she says she listens at work. Stephanie says, I listened to the podcast this morning and I was shook. It was so good, but over too quick. I know, I know it was a pilot, but I can't wait for the next one. Amanda, girl, you had me rolling. Answer some very good questions, especially on how some other married couples can make the generation of singles feel. Pastor Jamal and Natasha, thank you for this amazing opportunity to grow in the Lord and glean from the both of you. This is truly heaven sense. Thank you all so much for sending in those reviews, y'all. We literally love to see them. It is a sign for us that this podcast is doing what we have prayed it would do, which is to give you a new perspective about singleness, give you clarity, give you understanding, um, and to be a tool that the Lord really uses to like help you through this season. So please send us your reviews, tag us on social, email us at info at the oneuniversity.com. 
So before I end this episode, I want to give you a preview of season two. Listen, when I first started this episode, I told y'all we family and I'm your cousin. So I'm about to give you the hookup. Okay. And I'm just to let you know, if you do not have BTO podcast, like download it, subscribe to, rate it, put on your notifications. Listen, you do not want to miss when these episodes drop. So I'm not going to tell you all of the episodes that are coming out in season two, but I will give you a little bit of a preview of what we will be talking about. So listen, y'all have amazing questions. So please know that we're going to be coming back, answering your questions next season, making sure that we give you those answers that y'all love to have i'm looking at this list let me see so this is one of the questions we're going to be answering next episode okay this is this is real juicy where's the balance between waiting on god to present the right mate and being complacent when it comes to my love life i don't want to move ahead of god but i also don't expect him to send my mate to my doorstep listen okay you need to make sure that you (laughs) listen that's gonna be good okay so we're gonna tackle questions like that in season two Another episode that we are going to be doing in season two, which I'm so excited about it, is called Getting to the Root, How Your Childhood Wounds Can Turn into Marriage Wounds. Exhale, exhale. I know, I know, I know. Exhale. Take a moment. Take a moment. You're all right. It's okay. You're right. Listen, y'all, we're going to dig into it because that's a real thing. What we don't deal with from our childhood will continue to Go with us into our marriages and not even just into marriage, but in your singleness. I'm pretty sure right now you are experiencing some residuals from childhood wounds. So we are definitely going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about godly's like worldly success versus godly success. Like which one are you worshiping? Like when it comes to success, how are you defining that? What does that look like for you? Because in our single season, like... A lot of us really focus in on success. We focus in on trying to make ourselves be who we think we are supposed to be. But who's defining that status for us? We're going to be tackling worldly misconceptions around dating. We're going to be talking about therapy for singles, couples, and everybody in between. And you guys, we're going to be talking about dating do's and don'ts. Like etiquette for dating in 2020. Like what do you do? What do you not do? What what What's happening? So we are definitely going to be talking about that. And I'll tell y'all on the dating do's and don'ts etiquette episode, I'm going to talk to y'all about this method that my friends and I used to use called chicken foot. Okay. I know random. I know you got to listen to season two to find out. I listen to season two to find out. So listen, thank you so much for listening to this recap episode. Listen, go back, watch the episode, share it on social media, share it with a friend. If there's an episode that we have done of BTO podcast that you know a friend of yours can really benefit from listening to, please share it with them. So I'm going to sign off here. I'm Amanda Ross, one of your hosts for Becoming the One podcast alongside Jamal and Natasha Miller. Thank you so much for listening to Becoming the One podcast and walking with us on this journey. This is the official end to season one of the show, and we'll be back with season two. Make sure that you rate, that you subscribe, that you download, comment, and let us know how this podcast is blessing you. Until next time, deuces.